I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Want a weekly roundup of the best CBC Radio programming? Subscribe to the CBC Radio 1 newsletter. Get a digest of the week's top stories. Read in-depth articles. Listen to interviews and documentaries. And get the lowdown on upcoming stories from CBC Radio 1 that you need to hear. To subscribe, go to cbc.ca slash radio and look for the subscribe button. The CBC Radio 1 newsletter. Be informed. This is Play Me, your digital theater. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen. And I'm Chris Tolley. Laura and I are excited to launch our new season with CBC. Be sure to subscribe to Play Me through Apple or Google Podcasts or by going to cbc.ca forward slash playmecbc. By subscribing, you can listen to all our past shows and you won't miss a single one of our new episodes. Laura and I are also thrilled to finally announce our season lineup. Over the next several months, we will be featuring Prairie Nurse by Mary Beth Badian, What a Good Wife Ought to Know by Hannah Moscovich, Between Breaths by Robert Chafe, Huff by Cliff Cardinal, and The Fish Eyes Trilogy by Anita Majumdar. We're kicking off our new season today with Prairie Nurse by Mary Beth Badian. If you live in Canada, chances are you have an immigration story. Whether you came here in your lifetime or your ancestors did generations ago, most of us live here because somebody had the courage to leave home and come to Canada. Prairie Nurse by Mary Beth Badian is an offbeat comedy overflowing with all things Canadiana. Prairie winters, hunting ducks, hockey, and coming here in search of a better life. The play transports us back to small-town Saskatchewan in the 1960s, not long after the birth of Medicare, as two Filipina nurses arrived to work at a local hospital. While they couldn't be more different, no one in town can tell the two nurses apart, including the man that falls in love with one of them, but mistakenly courts them both. Prairie Nurse transcends cultural divides and underscores that, whether you're from a tiny village in the Philippines or a small town in the prairies, there is far more that brings us together than sets us apart. This is Prairie Nurse, part one of three. Purification, independence, independence, Marion, 
Purificacia. Indepension. Purificacia. Indepension. Indepension. Purificacia. What? What did I say? Indepension. Purificacia. You were doing pretty good there for a while. Crap. Purificacion, Indepensia. Why couldn't their mothers name them Sally and Jane and be done with it? Elvis, perfect. Marion, do you think they'll look like the hula dancers in Blue Hawaii? Mercy, Patsy, I don't know. They're from the Philippines, not Hawaii. Why are you just sitting around? Why aren't you helping your mom? The patients are all fed, the laundry's all folded. Anyway, she kicked me out of the kitchen because she's trying to perfect the fried rice recipe that Mrs. Chang gave her when we were over in Tisdale. Mrs. Chang says the girls will really like it. I don't know about that. Mom thought that the soy sauce was too expensive for something she wasn't going to use again. So she's using Lee and Perrin's instead. That makes sense. Do you think they'll arrive with flowers in their hair and beautiful long dresses with flowers all over? Patricia Hackett, you've seen those girls in Nipawin and Carrot River. You act as if you've never seen a Philippinese before. Filipino, not Philippinese. I'm losing my mind. Do you think it would be too weird if I hugged them when they got here? Lord, Patsy, I don't know. Why do you want to hug them? They're grown women. They're not children. Well, I've been thinking. They've probably been in the airplane for a real long time, and they're a long, long way from home. If I had to fly halfway around the world to, say, Germany or Quebec or something, I sure would want a hug when I got there. Wouldn't you? Hey, Patsy. Hey, Wilf. Wilf, you're late. There's a whole pile of samples waiting for you. You do know you're a lab technician, right? Practice. Take that hockey mask off. Dr. Miles wanted to see it. Lord almighty. You know, Marion, I think maybe you should try not to say the Lord's name in vain so much. Don't you get all high and mighty with me, Missy. You hackets swear like a bunch of drunken sailors. Makes me look like the Blessed Virgin Mary herself. Oh, and especially lay off the Blessed Virgin Mary. It's just that Mrs. Chang told me that Filipinos are very, very, very Catholic. More than us. More than the Irish, even. Well, I'm French, so I win. Anyway, that Wilf Klassen would make St. Francis himself swear up a storm. Well, the Arborfield Flyers are six and two since he joined the team, Marion. I don't care. He has a job to do. And my tax dollars are paying for him to be a lab technician, not a star goalie. Charlie says in this town it's the other way around. Yeah, well, Charlie Govanluck would say that, wouldn't he? Where the heck is he? Leave it to Charlie to be the only person in the universe who can't spot two brown girls at the airport. I could only imagine... Oh my gosh, they're here, they're here! Oh, jeez! Marion, don't curse! What? Jeez, knees! I was gonna say jeez, knees! Oh, it's only Dr. Miles! Hello to you too, Poppet! Well, it's about time, Miles! What's all the hoopla? Are you expecting the Pope? I've told you a hundred times, the nurses are arriving today! So? The nurses from the Philippines? Oh, right, right, of course. What do you think, Patty Cake? You think maybe the girls can give me a couple of pointers on fishing? <gasps> maybe this year I can finally win something at the Pike Festival. When, pray tell, do you fancy they'll have time to fish, Miles? They've come here to be nurses, and if memory serves me correctly, you came here to be a doctor. 
A time to kill and a time to heal. For everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. Out of sight. I love that song. The birds, right? Ecclesiastes. It doesn't mean take off from work and hunt black bears, Miles. The good book is open to cultural interpretation, Marion. Why else would there be five different churches in town? Tell it to the Marines. Oh, the nurses will like that you can quote the Bible, I'm sure, Dr. Miles. And what about my dashing good looks, Patricia? Dr. Miles. Oh, I see you blushing, Marion, so it must be true. <laughs> Where's Charlie? I want to show him my new gun. He's fetching the girls from the airport. Well, give me a shout when they get here. I'm just going to have a little wee kip in examination room four. If you ask me, his license should be revoked. He's a good doctor, Marion. You said so yourself. I don't mean his doctor's license. I mean his hunting license. Maybe that way I can get him to do his job. It's them. They're here. It's really them. Well... Miles, get out here! The girls have arrived! Oh my goodness, they're so cute! Trisha, you get away from that window and mind yourself. They are not Cupid dolls, they are nurses. Mature, seasoned professionals. Son of a perch, Charlie, what did you do? Marion! Nothing, I didn't do anything. Everything was fine and dandy until five minutes ago. She just started wailing. Well, maybe because you're two hours late and they're exhausted. What in God's name took you so long? Well, it took a while to find them. More than half the plane from Vancouver was Philippine women. Filipino! Well, no one told me. Told you they'd be homesick? Um, gosh. Marion, how do you say it again? Mabuhe. Mabuhe! What's that mean? It means welcome! <laughs> See, I told you it was my fault. Maybe we said it wrong. Mabu, hi. Mabu, huh? Hi. Oh, hi. Hello, I'm... It's Mabu, hi. That's how it's pronounced. Oh, Mabu, hi. Thank you. May I use your phone? Oh, of course. Uh, um... That one's Independencia. Independencia? Penny. No, dear, it's free. You don't have to pay a thing. My name is Penny. Everyone just calls me Penny. Penny? Well, that's a relief. I mean, Penny. Penny, of course, Penny. The phone's right over here. Uh, may I use the phone for a private call? Oh, why don't you use the one in the other room? Charlie will take you. Right this way, Penny. Are you sick? Are you hungry? Do you miss your mom? Do you feel like throwing up? Maybe she's just tired. Are you scared? We won't hurt you, promise. Then why do you have a sign on the road that says, Welcome to Arborfield, the land of rape and honey? Oh, precious heart. Pudding. Sorry? Pudding. Purring? Who's purring? Patsy, did the Susie's cat get in again? I'm pudding, short for purification. My sister's name is Precious Heart. Oh, who's more Catholic now? Mercy me. Hello, Mercy. No, I'm Marion. I was just... Oh, geez. Listen, honey. And rape! Oh, sweetheart, you misunderstood. Rape doesn't mean rape. Not that kind of rape. It's canola. It's a crop. A crop? No, a crop. We harvest it. Like wheat. Or like rice. Arborfield is a sweet, harmless town, precious. I mean, purificap... Purring. Purring. No one here would hurt a fly. Welcome! 
in the hell? What's going on? Miles, is that your Winchester? Just like Marshal Matt Dillon. Ah! I'll get her. Oh, for Christ's sakes, Miles, would you mind being a doctor for a moment? What? Oh, yes, right? Put that gun away! Pantycake, grab a pillow for her legs. Marion, get her something cold for her head. I know! Hold her head and make sure she's still breathing. I'll go get my kit! What can I do? Here, Wilf. Put this on her head. I'm gonna need some help. She's gone locked herself in the supply closet. Well, where are your keys? Won't work. She's barricaded it from the inside. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, what a mess. We've gone and nearly killed them, and they haven't even been here for ten minutes. Wilf, is she still breathing? No. Uh, I don't know. Well, don't you think you'd have a better idea if you took your mask off? Right. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Hello. Hello? Marion, she's alive! Thank you, Jesus. Patsy, take her to the nurse's residence. Dearest, I think you've had quite the day. Patsy here will show you to your room, and you can just get settled and rest. We can start orientation tomorrow, okay? Right this way. Wilf, make yourself useful. Grab her bags and bring them over to the residence. I'll go see if Charlie's rescued the other one yet. Lord, help us. Independencia Yui, Quezon City, Manila, Philippines. Oh, I think I love you. Goodness, I thought I lost a bag. What time is it? Here time or back home time? Here time. <clears throat> Two in the morning. Batanghalian time back home. No wonder. I'm starving. I made chicken adobo. You made adobo? Yes. Mrs. Lucier said that we can eat anything in the kitchen, so... Why didn't you just open a can of soup? Why? When it's just as easy to make adobo. There was chicken in the fridge and vinegar and bay leaves and pepper. There was no soy sauce, but I found this Leia and Perrins. It tastes almost the same. Anyway, the Campbell soup is very expensive back home. I would hate to waste it. That's so provincial. See? Simple. You're from Albay, aren't you? Saberon, that's your last name, right? No. Your name is not Purificacion Saberon? Yes, it is. But no, I'm not from Albay. I'm from Camarines Norte. But you have relatives there, don't you? Yes, but... Close enough! Have you ever been there? It's not very close at all. There really isn't a need for me to leave Manila very much. We go north to Baguio in the summer and I've never been west of Bulacan. It's freezing in here. That's a beautiful scarf. My auntie sent it to me. Pure silk. It's the new style. Everyone is wearing it in Glendale. Glendale? Los Angeles. Hollywood! California? I know where California is. I was there for two years nursing. Is your tita still nursing there now? No, my aunt has lived there for 10 years. She's married. 
to an American. I had plenty of admirers there. Glendale is so much better than this place. Why did you leave? I didn't want to. My contract was up. They don't keep you for more than two years. Maybe that's why this place is better. Can you believe? Permanent residency, just for landing. And you can sponsor your family right away. My parents were very excited for me. Weren't yours? My classmate from nursing school said that her cousin came to Canada five months ago and already sent more than a hundred Canadian dollars back home for their family. My family doesn't need the money. Well, if you don't need the money and you don't like it here, why are you here? That's none of your business. Oh, sorry. Your soup is boiling. What are those? They're boots. I bought them during our stopover in Hong Kong. They're hideous! They're fine. My flight stopped over in Tokyo. I'm sure that if I saw you buying those in Hong Kong, I would have stopped you. Of all the boots in the entire world, why would you buy those? Because my classmate said that her cousin said that you need boots when you come to Canada because it is so cold that people lose their toes. And I don't care what they look like. They were inexpensive and they are practical. And I would rather keep my toes warm than fashionable. I would rather lose my toes. Well, I didn't ask for your opinion, did I? Typical. What do you mean by that? You were just like the other girls I went to nursing school with who came from Albay. I'm not from Albay. Close enough. I'm going to eat in our room. It's too cold in here. Would you be a darling and bring my bag with you when you come in? My hands are full. Independence, Uy. Quezon City, Manila, Philippines. <laughs> Typical. That's the tour, gals. Any questions? Yes. When do you pay us? What's that? P- uh, p- uh, p- uh, p- she's Penny and she's purring. Right. I think she asked, where's the nurse's office? Oh, right. Nothing fancy here, girls. No kidding. This room is pretty much it. It's our lunchroom, office, and if we're overbooked, we set up a hospital bed in here and push the table aside. That's only happened twice. Three years ago, there was a baby boom on account of a particularly cagey winter. And last year, there was a pile-up on Highway 23. But they've since fixed the road, so it shouldn't happen again. Can't say the same for the baby boom. We'd have a better idea if only Wilf would pay more attention to his real job instead of hockey practice. Hockey? Wolf? Wilf, Klassen, is our lab technician. Hockey is a stupid game. But you didn't hear that from me. That's the kind of blasphemy that'll get you tarred and feathered around here. What does that mean? Vigorous speech. And that's that. So, if it's all fine and dandy with you girls, here are your contracts to sign. Does Wilf Klassen work here every day? Every other day, except weekends. At least that's what I schedule him for. There's a tournament this week, Marion. Christ almighty. <gasps> Another one? Excuse me. Ah, jeez, Marion. You have to try to stop cursing. Sorry, I meant to say cripes. Is a tournament bad? Well, it means don't expect Wilf anytime soon. Oh, my God. Uh, sorry. I'll help you clean it up. Wilf, those weren't the pregnancy tests, were they? They were 
pregnancy tests? They were labeled! Oh, ah, uh, jeez. I thought they were cholesterol tests. Which, um, if it helps at all, they all tested really high. I mean, like, really high cholesterol. All of them. What am I supposed to do with that, Wilf? I'm sorry, Mrs. Berkey. I don't know if you're pregnant, but you should really cut back on pork chops. Well, she is a little on the stout side. I've had enough of this. One more wrong step and I'll have the hospital board ship you right back to Uranium City. Tournament or not? Hey, Wilf! Good luck in tournament. I have five clams running on you shutting out those bastards from North Battleford. Miles, I need you to deal with Wilf. Can't talk now, Marion. Charlie just told me he spotted a family of vicious deer just outside of Zenin Park. Gotta protect the women. I beg your pardon? Deer. Oh, dangerous creatures, Poppet. You never want to find yourself alone in the woods with one. To dodge! Miles! I can't understand a word he is saying. Is he speaking English? Uh, um... You hockey, don't you? Uh, um, what's that? You hockey? You're supposed to be the lab technician, but instead you hockey? Mrs. Lucier says it's stupid. Uh, um, yes. Well, if you also think it's stupid, then why do you do it? Huh? Well, uh, no... I mean, yes, I... Do you speak English? Yes, yes, uh, um, yes, I, I mean, yes. I'm the hockey player, the, the goalie. Uh, you see, hockey is a, uh, a noun, not a verb. And I'm, I mean, hockey is not stupid. If you say so. How are you, uh, feeling, Independencia? Penny. Penny, you're feeling Penny? Call me Penny. Oh, right. Okay. Um, how are you feeling, Penny? I mean, from yesterday. Fine. Oh, good, because, you know, we didn't mean to uh, frighten you or anything. I wasn't anything. scared. Oh, right. Maybe you were just low blood sugar sort of thing, huh? I guess you would know. Why is that? You are a lab technician. Oh, <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> Is it? Uh. I need to use the phone. Uh, yes, it's just right over there. I know. Don't you have some tests to do? Oh, uh, yeah, right, right. Goodbye. Uh, goodbye. Hello, operator. Please connect me with Manila, Philippines. Hey, Penny. Using the phone again, eh, Penny? Remind me of my youngest daughter, Kathy. Excuse me. A little oity-doity, that one. I like her. Can I tell you a secret, Charlie? Not if it's going to get me in trouble. It won't. All right, then. I saw something yesterday. That's it? You saw something? I witnessed magic. If you're smoking those hippie sticks again, Pansy, I'm going to have to tell your ma. Ah, jeez, Charlie, I don't smoke grass. Good. Yesterday, when purring came to, she looked at Wilf, and Wilf looked at her, and fireworks. I don't get it. I think that Wilf likes purring, and purring likes him back. That's trouble. No, it's not. Oh, yes, it is. Trouble with a capital T and a capital R-O-U-B-L-E, for that matter. Don't meddle, Patsy. I'm warning you. Oh, hey, purring. 
sorry about Marion's cursing. She don't mean anything by it. It's just her way of, um, emoting. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> uh, lucky me. She emotes me very much. Did you and Penny go to nursing school together? No, I met her for the first time at the airport. In Manila? No, in Saskatoon. That's far out. Yes, it was a three-hour drive. No, not far out. Far out. Groovy. You never met before, but you look like sisters. It's, um, interesting, you know? I don't think we look anything alike. Excuse me? What did I say? How'd it go? We won. Cool. How'd Hank play? The Palomino's defense cleared the puck, trying to grab a break for a shift change. They were tired, but I skated out and picked up- Oh, forget it. Don't tell me. I'll ask Hank myself. Uh, okay. Judas Priest, what is that smell? You better get to work. She's on the warpath today. Well, Miles? Well? Oh, party cake. Didn't I see you there? Well, what? Mrs. LaForge? It's a boy. Finally. Mr. LaForge will be so happy. Is Mrs. LaForge doing okay? Do you need me to do anything? Oh, she's fine, Patty. One of the new girls is taking care of it all. I can't talk. I'm taking an airplane up to Tobin Lake to shoot some ducks. Ducks. Miles. Can't talk, Marion. Must catch a plane. Miles, you need to have a serious conversation with Wilf. I've had it. The lab tests are piling up. What am I supposed to tell him, Marion? He's the best goalie the Flyers have had I don't give a flying fart about that, Miles. That doesn't give him the right to turn my lab into a locker room. The smell coming out of there, you'd think it was the morgue. We don't have a morgue. There will be when I murder him. Or drop dead from the stench. What do you want me to do? You're an educated man. Figure it out. Wilf, get in here. Dr. Miles needs to speak to you. Marion, I have to run. Hey, Miles. Tell him. Ah, cripes. Look, uh, Wilfred, it's about the, uh, the hockey. We won. <gasps> Who was it today? The P.A. Palominos. Oh, way to whip the townies, Wilf. Good job. What did you want to tell me? Oh, uh, keep up the good works on this hospital. is blessed to have you now. Get back to work. Excuse me, Dr. Miles. I'm very sorry to interrupt oh, you. Oh, good job in there. Got to run. But about Mrs. LaForgie's care plan. Oh, top notch, Papa. I trust you. If you have any questions, just ask Marion. I've got to catch the Duck Express before it flies without me. Uh... Um, I better go check on the baby. Oh no, wait. I'll go check on the baby. You should stay here to, uh, take a break. But, bye. Congratulations, Mr. Klassen. Oh, Wilf. Uh, it's just Wilf. <laughs> Congratulations, Wilf. Thanks. For what? You won? Oh, thanks. It was nothing. Nothing? Well, actually, it uh, was kind of a big play. What do you mean? Well, 
The Palomino's defense cleared the puck. They were trying to grab a break for a shift change. Oh, they were tired. But I skated out and picked the puck up and sent it across to Hank. A risky pass, but the Palominos were trying to grab a shift change. They're not paying attention. Bang! The puck hits his stick and he goes across center and into the zone on a break. He fakes left, switches over to his backhand, and then... Top shelf, where the peanut butter's kept. Uh, uh, grab the puck, cross the ice, shift change, top shelf, peanut butter, goal. Hank could not reach the peanut butter? Oh, there's no actual peanut butter. It's just a saying. It means, uh, well, basically I helped Hank score a goal. Oh, that was very generous of you. Maybe you should just come and see a game one day, huh? One day, maybe. Maybe when I'm not working. So, you, uh, you helped deliver a, a baby today. Oh, yes, Mrs. Laforge. Laforge, it's French. Laforge, thank you. Oh, de rien. Yes, you. Uh, no, uh, de rien is French for you're welcome. Are you French, Wilf? No, uh, I'm from Uranium City. Uh, but my great-grandpa was Ukrainian. Uh, he came here to work, and then he just stayed. Like me. Well... I should go check on Mrs. LaForge. I should get back to work, too. Hockey work? No, hockey isn't work. It's fun. Lab work. Not fun? No, not fun. But at least now it's a bit, um, more interesting. I better go. Will, you pick up that phone. You can do the explaining from now on. Uh, Arborfield Memorial Hospital? Huh? Hello? I'm sorry, I can't hardly hear you. Who? From where? Uh, I don't know if I can accept the charges. Um, hang on. Phone call from the Philippines! Hello? Hello? There's no one there. Oh, it must have hung up. It was an awful connection. I could hardly hear them. Did they say who was calling? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe? I mean, they could have. All I could make out was Philippines. And they said, will you accept the charges? And I said, uh, I don't know about that. You should have said yes! I mean, I guess so, but I'm in enough trouble as it is. You heard Marion. Don't you have work to do? Oh, uh, yes, right, right. Oh, I forgot to tell you, my, uh, my next game is on Friday. What game? Hockey. So? Well, I just thought you'd want Excuse me, Mr. Klassen. May I please have some privacy? It's just Wilf, remember? Wilf! Leave me alone! Oh. Right. Sorry. There was a phone call from the Philippines? Penny! Yes, but that imbecile didn't accept the charges, so I'm calling back. How do you know it was for you? Why would it be for you? Why wouldn't it be for me? My family's there too, you know. I'm sure they can hardly afford to call you. Give me the phone! Hello, operator! Please connect me with Manila, Philippines! I got here first and I would like some privacy! Penny, it could have been for me. What if it was an emergency? Then that giant would have said so! Ay! Hello, Manila. Connect me with the Benaventura residents in Makati, please. Puring, leave me alone! Did Wilf get the phone? 
Everything okay? It's nothing, Mrs. Lucier. We're just a little homesick, that's all. Miles, what happened to duck season? Tragedy. Missed the plane. Ah, no matter. I'm supposed to be at the Tisdale Hospital today anyway. Tisdale Hospital? What happened to Dr. Parker? Couldn't he take the cold? Broke his contract and went home to tropical Toronto. Oh, good riddance, I say. He actually told me he loathed the outdoors. So, must be me to save the day. Don't give yourself airs. Are you scheduled to be there tomorrow? I'm afraid so. Well then, can you take Purring with you? It's her day off, and apparently all the Filipino nurses from the nearby towns get together at Rose's Cafe on Friday. What about the other one? Penny? I don't know yet. Well... Can you drive Purring or not? That depends. On what? Which one is Purring? Miles. Do you mean to tell me you don't know which one's which? I'm sorry, Marion. I don't have that kind of memory. In my defense, I have always failed names and memory games. It's a miracle you passed your medical exam. Marion, anyone can tell a lung from a pancreas, a femur from a phalange. I think Florence Nightingale herself would have a challenge telling Poppet from Poppet. Penny and purring. Admit it, Marion. They're practically twins. <laughs> Marion. Okay, fine. Twins, no. Sisters, maybe? <gasps> you can't tell them apart either. That's not entirely true. No, define entirely. I have a system. A system? That's outrageous. Don't start, Miles. Who are you to judge? I'm not judging you, Marion. I think it's outrageous that you've kept your system a secret from me. Well, part of the system is the scheduling. Of course. How wickedly simple. Well, I'm the one making the schedule, but it becomes problematic when the schedule has to overlap. overlap. And then the system. Well, it's more keeping an eye out for the subtleties. Clues. Very Agatha Christie of you. I'm impressed. Please, enlighten me. Purring's nursing cap has a navy blue band. Penny's is black. Very hard to tell the difference in certain lights. That's useless for me. I'm as bad with colours as I am Filipinos. Is that it, Miss Marple? Scheduling and nursing caps? Well, then there's the last resort. I'm right ashamed of myself, to be honest. What? When I curse, purring has a reaction. Allergies? No. She does this thing, this twitchy, gaspy thing. It's hard to describe, but you can't miss it. Do you mean to tell me... Marion Lucier, head nurse of Arborfield Memorial Hospital, that you curse on purpose to trigger convulsions in a girl as means of identification? Well, it didn't start that way, but in desperation, it is the quickest way to figure out who's who. Forget the rest of your system, Marion. That one's a winner! Miles, you can't shoot your mouth off hoping it'll land. It's not target practice. You could give her a heart attack. Or perhaps she'll think I'm so full of sin that she'll pray for my soul and I'll get a free ticket into that heaven of yours, Marion. Consider how many extra prayer points you're earning every time you swear in Pudding's presence. It's better than going to church. I'm not proud of it, Miles. It's not a game. You have to promise. I'm just teasing you, Marion. For what it's worth, you're a kind-hearted woman. God-fearing or no, it'll be a last resort. Miles, I promise. I wish I didn't want-
That was part one of Prairie Nurse by Mary Beth Badian. Part two of Prairie Nurse is available now. The original theatrical production was directed by Sue Minor. It featured Catherine Fitch, Janelle Hanna, Isabel Canon, Belinda Corpas, Matt Shaw, Mark Crawford, and Lane Coleman. This production of Prairie Nurse ran at the Factory Theatre in Toronto, Canada, and at the Thousand Islands Playhouse in Gananoque. Prairie Nurse was commissioned and developed and premiered at the Blythe Festival. The play received additional development through the Cahoots Theatre Company and funding support from the Ontario Arts Council. Prairie Nurse is produced by permission of the author and Marquis Literary. Special thanks to our CBC producers, Fabiola Melendez-Carletti, Cecil Fernandez, and Tanya Springer. The executive producer of CBC Podcasts is Arif Narani. The senior director of audio innovation is Leslie Merklinger. Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley. The associate producer is Pippa Johnstone. This episode was edited by Chris Tolley. Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Play Me is produced by Expect Theatre in partnership with CBC Podcasts. For more information on our plays and artists, please visit playmepodcast.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.